Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. We hear you. Just keep talking. Tanya's hey. literally in the room right now. Hey, come on. You can be our guest for the show just for two seconds. Not do my hair. She's like, I have not done my hair. I have not, but she's making. She's our studio audience. It's literally our first studio audience. Hey, sofa in here now. <laughs> high, high five! High five! Nice. Well, how you doing, man? Happy July Fourth mm. weekend, holiday. You know all the good stuff. A little bit of freedom. Whoop, whoop. Freedom to the show. Whoop, whoop. A little bit of freedom. I think you said that right. <laughs> Wait, did I say that out loud? You did. You did. Please I did say that out. Hey, Please check this out. Whoa. Baby. Baby. Mama. Mama. You're so crazy. Blessings to you, Tammy. Yeah, this is uh this is literally our weekend uh that started off on Friday night. And everybody is like, wait a second, I thought I clicked on an end times chat show. Why am I looking at a picture of six puppies in a in a pug? Because <laughs> This was how we spent our Friday night into Saturday morning. Hey, she's on. She's hey, on. She's, she's here. She's, she just made a cameo appearance. This is amazing. We have yeah. to get Alita to come on. Woo! Woo! woo hey, we're woo. all Tanya. This is the beautiful wife of mine that is so supportive of this show and everything that we do. And uh, she's got a great coffee cup that has a, a well, we can't say who it is because we might get booted off. <laughs> End time chat. Let's just say the cup has a picture of a guy that has uh, orange hair. I saw him say, <laughs> or yellow hair and an orange face. Hey, things that make you go, hmm. I almost went the wrong wrong way. Yeah, always go to the right. To the right, right, to the right, to the right. To the right. That's right. Not, to the right. Not, not to the left, to the left. Never to the left. Uh, everybody that's out there in the United States will get that joke. So, hey, so this is what happened. On Friday night, we were both thinking, man, our, our little pug, pug Daisy is going to have some babies. And, um, so she started having puppies and then there's, we were told by the vet, it had to be, if there was an hour that passed, there was no puppy that was coming next. We had to go to the vet, like go to the emergency room. So after two hours, cause she wasn't so, showing any signs of distress, we decided, Hey, no I mean, we were, no one was listening to the surgeon in the house that was saying things were okay. Which is yeah, Dr. Tanya. Yeah. And uh, so we decided to hop in the car. And then the did first thing. Did you make a cameo for the the delivery? Uh, <laughs> Dr. Crystal made a cameo for the delivery. She did more than that. No, <laughs> me, she's, she's, she's back. She's like, I'm going to get this story right. She's going to make sure that yeah. I get this story right. So we go down to the first vet hospital. And then we wa- I walk in. And this guy that answered the door was didn't even work there. 
And then this nurse came out all frantic. I'm sorry, we can't help you. We can't do a C-section, blah, 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 because it's only the doctor and myself. So we had to go 33 miles to the next vet hospital while we're not even sure if our pug baby is going to have babies or not. And you had another surgeon right there. Yes, right. So as we're driving down, and we were fighting over how we're going to get there, whether or not we're going to take the puppies and, and all that stuff. And so we're in my truck. Yes, I have the truck, not the Prius. Whoa. And uh, we're driving down. I never said it. I never said it. Hey, that's okay. I said it for you. We're driving down and we're in the, one of the worst neighborhoods of Sacramento. And all of a sudden, Daisy starts giving birth to the next puppy while we're driving 80 miles an hour on the highway. In the back so, or in the truck? It was in the truck. It was oh literally in the front, on the console with a with a little pug bed there. So she's like dropping a baby out. I'm holding the one pug. Tanya's catching the other one. She's taking off the membrane. He's not. I can tell it way more dramatically. Oh, you can. Well, we only have three minutes, so oh, go okay. for it. Well, the pug's <laughs> got her arms around me. You know, like in labor when you put your arms around your husband and you're like, she's doing that except she's screaming. Actually, pug's I don't screaming. know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> she's screaming. She's screaming. I hate, I'm holding, I'm holding I hate you. Get out. Get you out. did this to me. I'm holding her and the pug's <laughs> coming out like the sack and the placenta and everything. So she's screaming. Oh screaming. Here comes this ba baby. I'm, I'm holding it. There's Juices everywhere. Oh my gosh. I hold, I give Daisy to Dan. Now Dan's driving down the I got a little pug in my hand. I got Daisy on the other side. It's in a sack. I can't I open the sack up. I'm like, I don't have any way to take the umbilical cord off. I was but, like looking around, looking around. So then Dan gets a pocket knife, which means his only hand off the steering wheel is off. Then my knee is driving. Pocket. He's driving with his knees. He looks for the pocket knife. And then I'm sawing this like umbilical cord while the car is moving and we're all freaking out <laughs> and doing this. And then I have this like placenta and a, and a puppy, right? I don't know what do I do with this placenta. I roll down the window and I throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> Splats in somebody else's windshield. I don't know. Like, it was I don't crazy. know what we're supposed to do. I can't do. And then, so we got to turn around, but it's kind of ghetto. So we couldn't really stop, you know, and get out because there was like drug dealers and stuff on the street. So yeah, there was quite a bit of we people. We didn't know where street. we were. We had to kind of try to turn around. So Dan's got has got the Daisy, the mom, and the baby pug. I got one baby pug that's all wet. And I'm trying to dry her off because it's cold. And then we finally get to find a way to get back on the freeway. And she has another one. Oh my gosh. So I give Dan now two squirming little baby pugs. I'm holding them up here and I'm driving. He's around my neck screaming again. And out comes another, and now I'm on the freeway, and I got to cut this thing and throw. And I was like, "Well, okay, roll that thing down at 80 miles an hour, threw it out, <laughs> threw it out the window." It didn't land in the bed of the truck, thankfully. You I checked the next checked? day. Oh, I no, checked the next sure. day. <laughs> anyway, that was our Friday and a Saturday morning, and she had six puppies. Which uh, I'll just pop it back on there again, just so people can take a look. This is Daisy and our six pug babies. We have one male and five females. Story of my life in this house. We can't have we can't have any guys in this house apparently other than me and maybe another another dog or two. So there we go. How was your weekend, GJ? Well, before we move on to my weekend, so see, I don't know about with pugs, but you know they have that mental, that physical 
visual imprint. So now you're the mommy, mommy, dad, mommy, dad. It's true. Apparently. I mean, we were both there. So yeah. Heather, thank you. Yeah, that's great. And good morning to you. And John, happy poppy day. I'm assuming that means I'm the papa of the pug babies and Tanya. That's right. They are cute. Anyways, how was your weekend, GJ? July 4th weekend. I, I, I literally got nothing after that. I, I think I'm going to jump off and y'all can, can make it to Dan and Tanya's show and see ya. <laughs> yeah, but you just you just got back literally 10 minutes before the show and you're still I, here. Yeah, the, the last three weeks have been challenging to do this show for me because I've been somewhere every week and I just got back from my, my parents, well, now my mom's. Uh, we had 27 family members and 10 dogs. Oh, my goodness. You just had to outdo us. You had to outdo us with the dogs. We have nine. You have 10. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. And none of them were mine. <laughs> oh, that's right. All of them were ours. So. And, and none of them bit my fingers. So I got my hands. So I'm good. I'm hopefully not, none of those little puppies gnawed off one of your fingers because that'd be like you. Yeah. <clears throat> So I, by the way, I'm sporting a brand new hat, March to a Billion. We're going to have impact, not just me, but God's impact on a billion new people for his kingdom. Dan is the only one that is part of this one circle that doesn't have a hat. There it is. Uh, oh, I like the color too. It's a little yeah. bit, it has a gray color to it. Oh, so you want that one instead of the white one. Okay, so. Hey, I, I mean, you, you gave the other two guys a white one. Now you give me, a, now I'm feeling like I'm special. Is this your guys' billion people for Christ? Yes, yeah. Amen. Which Amen. this show is a part of, everyone, right, yeah. GJ? Yeah, except for Dan doesn't have that, and who knows if he'll get one. <laughs> hey. At some point, I'm going to get it. You're going to get it one way or another, but I don't know if you're going to get the hat. <laughs> all right, moving on. Anyway, all right, you all right. had a good weekend. So we had all of our family members come for 4th of July and the celebration of my father's passing, which was yeah. in January, <clears throat> January 12th. And um, Explain why you just said a celebration of your dad's passing, because there might be some people out there that are going, what? Why would you celebrate somebody dying? We weren't celebrating that he died. We were celebrating his life. Right. And so his human life. And then we're also celebrating that we know he's in heaven. And Bingo. Um, I was given the task as the oldest child, the favorite oldest child, the best looking oldest child. Oh, my. <laughs> the oldest child that could have gone Gerber. Just throwing that out there. Could have gone Gerber. For those <laughs> that don't know what that is, that's the little bitty cute little baby that's on little baby bottles or the baby food. So I'm just saying it, just throwing out that out there. Not, not, not doing it with any ego. Just <laughs> just throwing out the truth. This is about it's, truth. Yeah, it's, it's that cute button nose, apparently, that does the trick. <laughs> <laughs> so so move, moving on. Anyway, uh, we had all of our family to come together and uh, celebrate my father's life. And uh, I was given the task of giving a message. And we can talk more about that later on because I know we can, you, you have a lot. I've literally been checked out outside of the only thing I'd probably notice is if the rapture happened, I probably would have noticed that. 
Everything yeah, else, you would have noticed. noticed. Nothing else is. I I've been totally checked out for the last five days, spending time with family. So it's all been great, and um, just got home right before we did this show. Uh, so we'll come back to the message, and uh, we got the trusted Bible. We'll That's right. Back. And you you actually sent me a little picture of that Bible with all your dad's kind of memories and things for the weekend. And um, that was really special, man, really special. Well, if you got a copy of it, it was meant to the people that actually had a hat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's going to happen. Something's going to happen. We got to start a new thread. The hat people. <laughs> yeah, I have a hat. It's just not the one you wear. All right. So we got Earth News. And uh, actually, Whoa. I found, I found a piece of info. That was a great segue, by the way. I'm just trying to, you know, keep things moving. I do have uh, some Earth. I do have some Earth Sky news. So, but okay. Not, but after you give all your 28 one 28 list. Well, I mean, I have four on this one, but I have five on the next one, and then like four on the next one, and like three on the next one. And I sure. got nothing. No, you're gonna have something. Nothing. You got something. Anyway, back in February 2020. All right, this is something that I just. It popped up in the news uh, for one of the sites that I go to, and I think they're just pulling it back out again and reposting it because of how important it was with the end times. And apparently that earthquake that happened in Turkey in February of 2020, I think it was February 8th, that it literally caused the rivers around that area to turn a dark red uh, like blood. And... I mean, I'm really not sure how I missed that one. I mean, we hadn't started doing the show yet, but I missed that in the news. Well, you might, might have been because you're juggling puppies. Six puppies? No, I mean, I mean that was not back in February of 2020. <laughs> that was when all the world hey, was about hey, to go crazy. Hey, I'm, I'm, this is my story, and I'm sticking <laughs> to it. <laughs> you got it. Well, then this past weekend, a massive mudslide just hit Atami, Japan. And I mean, here's, here's the key, like mudslides happen, right? They happen all over the place, especially when it's dry and the rain happens. But the key is, is that they had, um, they had so much rain. It was record breaking rain in that area of Japan, that that's what caused the mudslide. And unfortunately there's, I think 50 people that they're confirming have, are missing or dead and uh, which is tragic in and of itself, but <clears throat> just another sign of what's happening on the earth today. And um, here's one that my wife, actually, I'm glad she's here for this one because I was reading about this this morning. <clears throat> and we talked about, I think you and I talked about a dream that she had or a vision about the end times. I can say anything. Yeah, go for it. Please tell us what, because she's here. She, best person she's, tell the story. She, she's taking over. She's, it's like, what? what is it? These people come on and they just take over. What is it? Take care of the show. It's, I'm not sure well, what Well, why don't you read the point there? Oh, well, here's the, here's the point well, that kind of leads up. Yeah, go ahead. Welcome, welcome, Tanya, Doctor, Doctor, Tanya Crystal. This is the Doctor Tanya Crystal show. Yeah, we just change it. End times chat with with uh, DT, Doctor Tanya, Doctor T, Doctor T. Yeah. So the coldest inhabited place on Earth, which is I'm not going to say it right, but Oymyakon, Russia, and I can't say it with a Russian accent, but. The coldest inhabited place on Earth is having record heat. They literally almost hit 89 degrees there, which is unheard of. Most of the time, 
that area of the world, Russia, which is right near si- Siberia, the coldest place on Earth, uh, inhabited place on Earth, it has a permafrost and it's con- it's constant. Well, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, the fact that that permafrost is now melted and they're, they're discovering all these species of bacteria and other and other life forms that are starting to come alive again. Enter the vision that Tanya had. How long ago was that? Oh, about a, two months, maybe three months, no, longer, six longer, six months. So the vision is, it's a simple one. Um, uh, um, a boot, a military boot steps on uh, permafrost and it sinks a little, like sinks down a couple inches. And the interpretation of it is when the permafrost melts, the North invades. That's it. Another more to it. That was a vision. That was a vision. There's your sign. There's your sign. Exactly. And then something that literally just happened this morning, and I see this news story literally this morning about Earth News, right? California. And there's a lot of things about California, but I kept a lot of them out because we have a lot of other things we don't talk about. But this one really uh, struck me because I saw something as I walked out the front door this morning that I'm like, wait a second. I have not seen one of those in a really long time. And here's what it is. California in the news is bracing for a plague, in quotes, of locusts. I'm not sure why, but there's a plague of locusts potentially coming to California. Well, we all know why. It's you know, God's judgment has a way of making itself known. But when I walked outside, there's a dead locust sitting right near my front doorstep. And I've not seen them at all over the last... Who's still there? It's still there, I think. Yeah, she's going to go check it out. And um, unless an animal grabbed it, but it was literally this about an inch and a half long locust sitting out by the front step. And I'm like, that's so weird. That's weird. And then I see this news story. So here we go. Things that make you go. Hmm. So did you, you said you had an earth news one. Did you have one? Well, I do. It's not what this wasn't in the news. Some, some, okay. my, where my mom and my brother and his family live is in north central Kansas. And so you go and they live like out in the middle of nowhere, although they're 500 feet from from town. <clears throat> and so you can literally see the sky. I mean, you can see all the stars. And, you know, if the climate's right, you can actually see the, the haze of the Milky Way. Right. Right. <clears throat> and um, so we're out there, and then, you know, the kids were shooting off, some, you know, some, some a small amount of fireworks. And, and then he's like, see that? And it's like this bright star. And he goes... It's constantly moving. And it wasn't like moving like where you could see it, but he says it's usually like right over here, then it's over here, then it's over here. And it's like, okay, is that a star? Is that a uh, a uh, satellite? And and so then he had he has this app on his phone where it gives the constellation. So you shine it up in that sky and you target like a certain s- star and it'll show you the constellation of which which star that is within the constellation. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were looking at it, and it was like, "Well, is that you know the the main star that's in Cancer? You know, the Cancer, the crab, or not that?" uh, And we're like, "Well, it usually should be somewhere else." So anyway, it was one of those things that was up in the sky, and he's like, he he sees all these different things, you know, because he's got clear vision all all over for where he's at. 
So it's just one of those things that make you go, hmm. You got to turn your head to the right, Tony. No, that's the left. There you go. <laughs> you're, you're, mili- you're military right. Yeah, you're military right. So uh, that's it. And why is that important? Because Jesus said there'll be signs in the sun and the stars. Yes. So we have to definitely keep our eyes out on that. All right, so that's all I got. I got nothing. Back to you. <laughs> Back, Back to, to me. Wars and rumors of wars. So I, there is literally every single week, GJ, so many more things we could talk about literally on this front than we have time to talk about. So we really do try to bring up the ones that are, I'm not going to say the most important, but the ones that kind of talk a little bit more about Israel, maybe the U.S. and how it's related, maybe some of China, but definitely the north side of Israel, because we know that the north will attack Israel. And as Tanya's vision was talking about, when that permafrost melts, when the boot sinks down, that there may potentially be an attack from the north, which is talking about Ezekiel and a couple other prophets talking about Gog and Magog. So we can talk a little bit more about that later. However, the Hezbollah leader, and for those of you that are out there that don't know what Hezbollah is, or as they say in Israel, Hezbollah, it is a terrorist organization. And you have something in your throat? Yeah, I did. I had a little bit of phlegm in there. I had to get it out. So he was he's responding to the U.S. and Israel, and he gave a speech this past weekend. And that speech, he said, and I quote, there are no people in the Israeli entity. They are all occupiers and settlers. And what he's saying is, is that that is not their land. It doesn't belong to them. And we're planning on taking it back. And as we know, a lot of the terrorist organizations all over the Middle East and over the world now, because we, they've literally infiltrated probably every, every aspect of democratic and free countries that are siding with Israel that uh, this comes on the heels of what's happening with Iran, with the Iranian militias that are in Syria and Iraq, which the U.S. apparently has uh, targeted with airstrikes. And so Israel, uh, I mean, Iran, right after that, claims it struck a base where U.S. forces were in Syria literally yesterday. (laughs) The U.S. is like, what are you talking about? Nobody came after us. But Iran is putting out on their state media saying that they attacked U.S. forces in Iraq. Uh, I'm sorry, in Syria. But the U.S. is saying nothing happened. So there's a lot of deception, even what we don't even know, because one side is saying one thing, one side is saying another. But the fact that they said it on July 4th, which is our Independence Day and how what we celebrate is uh, a little bit interesting. A little bit interesting. Most people are going to know what that is. We'll talk more about that later. But there's, we always talk about wars and rumors of wars, mainly with military, right? But what we don't normally talk about, GJ, which I wanted to bring up today, is that there, is, there are more and more attacks happening on different levels. And we've heard a lot around about the world, Around, around the world. Around the world. By and, the way, before you go there, this is our sponsor. Just want to bring our sponsor. Yeah. Just bring in our sponsor. No, there isn't. <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. We don't have a sponsor. <laughs> That's why it's an empty cup. So um, there, there's, there's, yes. there are cyber attacks. Yeah, yes. that's right. We got, we're working yes. on that. Uh, there are cyber attacks that are happening all over the world. And there was a recent one that was slated as even larger than the one that I can't mention, but it has to, it has to do with uh, the winds 
and the sun. Put those two together, and you got the name of that attack that we can't mention because it had something to do with a little thing where we were trying to bring in a new leader in this country, which we can't mention the name of either. Starts with an E, ends with an N. Anyway, this is the new age of warfare. It's not just guns. It's not just tanks and planes and bombs. It's cyber attacks. And so this massive cyber attack happened, and it literally has impacted um, what they were saying was is companies that oversee IT, <clears throat> but in hundreds of organizations. So they're, they're not just going after the organizations. They're going after the other companies that are helping to take care of the IT in those hundreds of businesses. So it literally could impact millions of people. So just another area of attacks and wars and rumors of wars that we have to talk about. So what you're saying is get out of IT. Either get out of IT or make sure your stuff is as protected as it can be. However, that being said, we need to be prepared, right? We need to make Amen. sure that we don't store up our treasures in our, on earth, but we store them up in heaven. Okay. I, I do have something. I just thought I had nothing. So tensions rise in the Middle East yeah. and, the, and the Black Sea. So now the Black Sea, So and this is just saying tensions, so rumors. Um, and then Putin gives the UK, he's basically talking smack, say, don't get out of line. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, this is another headline. Uh, war drums, deadly black fungus, droughts, volcanoes, need I say more? War drums, I don't know what that is. Deadly black fungus, I don't want to see it. Droughts, I'm seeing it in in Midwest, and I know y'all are having it where you're at. Volcanoes, we've had a lot of topics, you know, a lot of discussion on that. So these are regular headlines that are just, it's like almost like matter of fact now. It just happens every day, it seems like. So, well, so what does that mean? Pay attention. Pay attention. Jesus says, look up. For your redemption is drawing near. So that's why we mentioned them. Uh, two, I had two more on this one, the Wars and Rumors of Wars. So a Moroccan Air Force plane that literally landed in Israel for the first time in history. Like a Moroccan Air Force jet has never landed in Israel, but one literally landed in Israel yesterday or over the weekend. And why did they land in Israel? Because there is a massive international military exercise that is planned over the next few months. Now, why would there need to be a massive international military exercise where a Moroccan Air Force plane lands in Israel? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But I do know there's your sign. There's a sign. And while you're, while you're um, you know, when I was in the military, we'd have different, different uh, countries come together for certain, you know, exercises you know once or twice a year and uh you know so that's always happened but it's like usually the ones that are all working together not ones that you like hmm, why are they in the mix yeah um and then i was just in um salt lake city and the hotel i was at uh had a variety of military people in uniform from other countries taiwan was one of them um 
There was another one from uh, the in- Indonesia, that area. I was I found that interesting, and there there was yep. there is there is an air force base nearby, so uh, it was a part of their, you know, Taiwanese air force, I guess. Uh, so I just found that very interesting. Yeah, and then Eric just popped in the chat that uh, he said, "Don't forget that China is still having war games all around the island of Taiwan." And not only that, Eric, we always have to keep in mind that they've threatened any like the U.S. and Great Britain. From our United Kingdom, from at all being involved in trying to help Taiwan, so they yeah. literally come out and say, "Stay away, do not bother with this." Now, Taiwan literally is the number one manufacturer of computer chips in the world. So, why would China want to be playing around with Taiwan? You tell me. You control the computer chips. You can literally control information around the world. Everything. So, literally everything. So very, very, thank you, Eric, for pointing that out. I appreciate that. But speaking of China, India has now sent another 50,000 more troops to the Chinese border with a major escalation that's happening in that region. So India is now feeling very threatened, especially with what China's doing with Taiwan and other areas. But you know, keep in mind, India and China have been at war for a very long time on the border. And... Uh, We've met, we've, we've kept this as a part of our conversation literally since we started back in October of 2020. So, um, wars and rumors of wars. Well, there we are. Well, I got, I got one more on that and this is not in the current news. And so I don't know where it's at, uh, but since we're talking about China and I agree with Eric, you're, you're right. They want do- world, world, global dominance is in, in all facets, all in, in every area, um, that, Canada and China were doing military exercises on the border of Canada all through the winter. They called it winter exercise. What do you think? China doesn't have winters? Things that make you go. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they had over 10,000 Chinese troops training in cold weather training. Uh It was unbelievable. And it's actually just near the border of the United States and Canada. Yeah, how how, how uh, convenient. How convenient. Well, I've got some leading up to the tribulation news, GJ, that I'm uh, I'm literally one of those things are just blow me away. But then the things that make you go, hmm, that makes, you, that makes me go, what? Even more than, hmm. <laughs> oh, oh. I know. Sorry about that. I had a little I, bit of a tick there. I hadn't seen that for a while. Yeah, I, I do have one thing to make you go. Hmm. So, okay, well, let's do the leading up to the tribulation one because I saw a news story today about Lebanon. So Lebanon, just north of Israel, and that's the coffee machine going in the background. Um, Lebanon I'll take, is. I'll take mine with a little bit of cream, please. A little bit of cream. We have heavy cream. Is that all right? Hey, whatever. Hey, I trust. I trust Dr. T. She. It's her right. show. It's her show now. It's her show. That's right. So Lebanon. For most people that don't know, Lebanon is the ancient location of a place called T. It's spelled T Y R E. So a lot of us in the United States call that Tyre. This is Tony's hat. hat. Oh, whatever. Now I still now my wife gets a hat. I don't. Oh come on. So anyway, it's the ancient location of what we would say is Tyre. T I T Y R E, but it's Tira is how it's actually pronounced. And in Zechariah chapter nine, verse three, it says. Tira has built herself a fortress. She has amassed silver like dust and gold like the mud in the streets. But 
My Lord will impoverish her. He will defeat her forces at sea, and she herself shall be consumed by fire. Now, I want to point out to everyone, back in 2019, if you don't remember, there was a massive explosion that happened in Lebanon. Massive explosion. And Israel had offered to send help even during that time frame. But here's the, here's the key. It says that my Lord will impoverish her. Since 2019, Lebanon has been in an economic, as they say, death spiral, where over 50% of the population is now living in poverty. The amount of inflation in Lebanon is such where half of the population is impoverished. So is this a fulfillment of the prophecy back in Zechariah? I think so. I'm not sure about everybody else out there, but it, very, it sounds very much like Lebanon, who back back in the day with Solomon, they used to they actually got the cedars to build the temple from Lebanon. They got gold and a lot of things from Lebanon, which is where a lot of the temple products came from. So you have to understand that this is something that we have to be looking at. And now Israel again is offering assistance to Lebanon to help with their financial struggles. So very very important that we keep an eye on that. Uh, speaking of Israel, and I, this is not necessarily a news story, but I, a lot of the things I'm reading, there is so much more discussion about building the third temple in Jerusalem that I've ever remembered. And I've been following this literally for 30 years, and I have not seen this much conversation. Before you were born? Yes, thank you. You're my new favorite person. Well, you've always been one of my favorite people on the planet. <laughs> hey, <laughs> ever, since, ever since June of two years let, ago. Let me give you your hat. Okay, let me grab that. Thank you. I can't put it on right now. Anyway, so I've never seen so much like that. And also, inflation is happening not only in Lebanon, but around the world. We've watched here in this country in the last six months how much prices have gone up everywhere for everything and for things that you need daily. So, yeah, yeah I, was at, I was just at the gas pump and I was calculating it was like a 40% increase. From January. And that's in Nebraska, where yeah. literally the prices are less expensive there as they are here in California. Yeah. So when they asked me for a second mortgage, I knew the gas was expensive. Just throwing that out there. Just... Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Um, well, that's all I have for uh, leading up to the tribulation. Do you have anything else there? Or shall we go on to things that make you go? Can hmm. I yeah. Oh, oh studio, yeah. Studio audience wants to share something. No, it's Dr. T's show. It's the Dr. T show. <laughs> I um, was reading that there's a shortage of sheet metal uh, around the world. And so sheet metal is used for a lot of things. One of the things it's used for is for canning. And so Italy's having a little bit of a crisis because they can most of their tomatoes. And they send their tomatoes around the world and now they can't can their tomatoes. Um, and so it's it's like a domino effect. You know, you, you have this stream of invent, uh, equipment that you need in order to produce your product. But if one of that parts goes missing, it's a whole domino effect peak in the chain. And so <clears throat> some people are suggesting that you should be, you know, storing up on canned goods just because canned goods are either going to get very expensive or even difficult to find. Um, so that's something to think about. I thought that was very interesting. That's a, that's a good tip, a tidbit. And 
things that make you go. That is interesting, actually. And um, I hadn't caught that. Thank you very much. Yeah, sheet metal. Sheet metal. Where does sheet metal come from? Well, obviously, we got wood is through the roof. Uh, I, you know, my, my, I was just with my brother and his son uh, are contractors, my nephew and my brother-in-law are, are contractors. And, uh, you know, they're just like, get it, get in some cases, getting the wood or the amount of the, the cost of it. And, you know, everything is just going up and, and, and then, then you can, and then I was just in Salt Lake and we we're talking about health products so that certain products certain ingredients are now hard to get so at this point they're like we don't know how, how that's going to play into you know their business um so anyway that's around the world and one of the things that we see is that if there's going to be continued uh plagues there's going to be uh, uh the control or lack of things the lack of food the food supply whether it's it's because of droughts because of flooding, because of, like you said, that you have all the product and then you can't can it or box it up and send it somewhere, there's a problem. Yep. And so and we're seeing all these things right before our eyes. Yeah. And the infrastructure here in the United States in the past six months has literally started to crumble. So if infrastructure, not only in this country, but other countries, is not set, you can't distribute uh, as readily and things continue to go up. So that's, as Dr. T has said, there's a domino effect that starts from from literally just one one thing having a shortage, and so right now we're experiencing a lot of things having shortages. So that domino effect is going to um, happen pretty quickly. Well, I read GJ. Just uh, this is one of the one of the I mean, things. That, that you know, correction, Doctor T read to you. She read to me. Okay, all right. She can read it to me. No, she uh, can read it to me. We know. We know you're. Oh, yeah, this mug right here, you got to see this one. Uh, it says, y'all need Jesus. Just saying. Hey. We're going to talk about that towards the end of the show. Yeah, but You can bring uh, it back. You can bring it back. And then at the bottom of the cup, it says, uh, what does it say at the bottom of the cup? Jesus saves. Jesus saves at the bottom of the cup. And then at the bottom, it says, made in China. <laughs> so message to all of our, all of our China's, uh, Chinese believers that are out there and to those that are not. Because we want you. Because y'all need Jesus this in was China. Made in China. This was, this Amen. Yeah. Well, you know. we had we had people following us in China and Marinar before they shut off the internet. Yeah, no kidding. So, seventy-three Democrats in the House of Representatives, United States House of Representatives, just sent a letter to the current president calling for the State Department to declare it illegal for Jewish people to live in Judea and Samaria. Things that make you go. Mm. Wow. No, no, that's that. We need the look. Just give us the look. The look. Yeah, we need the look. <laughs> <laughs> that is okay. the things that make you go. What? I don't get it. This is. Uh, I mean, seventy-three. There's only five over five hundred, and it's like almost one fifth of the U.S. House of Representatives are sending this letter saying. Nope, can't live in Judea and Samaria. Well, what gives them the right to say that? Right. Yeah. They have no control in that area. Hmm. All right, well, while you're talking about China, we talked a lot about China today. This one I read. The U.S. dollar 
the U.S. dollar is now printed in China. The U.S. dollar is now printed in China. Things that make you go, hmm. Well, here's something else that makes you go, hmm. In the last several weeks, maybe the last month, there have been citizens that live in the in Washington, D.C. that have taken video of some of the busiest days of the year. And literally, there are buildings that are closed down, nobody parking on the streets, and boards up on the doors. And uh, so that's all happening at the same time, too. So it kind of brings a lot of creatives to that story right there. Like, if there's hardly anybody there, where's this stuff coming from? So, um, so the Bay Area of San Francisco. I mean, there's like, I don't know, 13 million people that live in the San Francisco Bay Area. There's a lot of people that live there. As a news report just came out that they're talking about how much violence is happening there and then the violent criminals. Now, there were a lot of people that were released into from prisons during COVID because they needed to lower the amount of the population in the prisons because, God forbid, they get COVID in, in jail. Um, I'm not saying that they shouldn't get it. I'm just saying that's what happened. So now they're saying that San Francisco Bay Area has become the place for violent criminals. And there's a saying out there that says, as California goes, so goes the nation of, of, of America. So if that's what's happening here, you can see, you can probably determine that at some point, those things will happen around cities around the country. Now, I'd venture to say that there's a certain color of politics that is going to happen more readily in those areas than the other color of politics. But I'm just throwing out there as a, things that make you go, hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want to know. But I am doing this. I mean, the, the colors are not like, they're not black and white. It's called uh, red and blue. I'm just going to pop that out there and let people. Thank you for the clarification because people are getting scared. Yeah, they could have been. All right, so here's the last one I have is things that make you go, hmm. And you, if you have one, now's the time to do it because this one's going to literally take the cake. Do you have another I, one? Because I'm telling you, this last I one's got I got nothing. I'm done. I'll you, this bro. last one's going to disgust you. Or Dr. T. On the Dr. Dr. T show. So the Dr. T show. Uh, so here's, here's the deal. <laughs> there is a satanic temple. And now, for those of you who don't recognize this, there is a satanic religion out there, and they're called Satanists. And they are now becoming more emboldened across the country. So now what they're doing is they're buying up billboard space around the country, and they're posting this, a little, in my opinion, disgusting abortion messages on billboards. Now, I don't want to show them because I don't want to give credence to this. Yeah. But I'm going to read to you a couple of things that are on the billboards. There's one side that says it's a it's a cake mix. It's been mixed up with a spatula in it. On the other side, it's uh, it's a cell that has been in, has been fertilized. One side says not a cake. The other side says not a baby. But on the middle, it says our religious abortion ritual averts many states restrictions. So they're saying, hey, and this is in, in Texas. They've just made it illegal for abortion. There's like a satanic. There's an upside the down pentagram on the top of it. With a, you gotta post that. Well, I'll post it on my wall. Um, but here's another one. Wow. There's another one they posted that says abortions save lives, 
And then it says pregnancy complications are the sixth most common cause of death among women between the ages of 20 and 34. Are you saying that the satans are doing religious abortions, like go to their satanic place and they will do a religious satanic uh, abortion? So here's what I'm saying. They're they're actually saying, if they're saying that a a fetus is not a human, but yet they're still doing uh, child sacrifices. It's kind of a dichotomy there, but they're posting these these all over billboard spaces across the country. So this is how in your face is getting. And then what you what I heard in the government, and I just read the story, is that the Democrats in the United States government want to want the U.S. to fund global abortions. Now I'm not saying they're connected, but I'm saying they're connected, if you will. That's something that makes you go. More than just, hmm, but what? <laughs> and it's not even a laughing matter. I mean, that's the kind of thing that- No, uh, no, it's yeah. sick, it's sick. Oh yeah, so that's let me, this is, the, this is what I found on my doorstep this morning, right there. Wow. Okay, it's not too clear, but that's what I found on the doorstep. That's a locust. There's breakfast. <laughs> There's breakfast. There's breakfast. That's- Two and a half centimeters. Yeah. So, I'm. I mean, I. I probably could. I don't know if there's a couple more, but uh, no, there's not. But this is the kind of stuff that is. Here's the thing, GJ. The enemy is getting way more in your face during the last couple of years than we've ever seen, and um, which leads us really to the message that you said you might want to share. So the floor is yours, my friend. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> well, we, we actually talked about this with some of our family members, you know, how they, you know, they're seeing how Satan is elevating in different ways that are affecting, you know, even our own family members. And, and my sister and I had this conversation, even this morning, we were, you know, we all were sitting out having coffee and, and I mean, it was, beautiful cool breeze uh you know the trees are you know blowing in the wind and i think there's a song around that and uh also we're talking about you know how the you know satan is is on the prowl and uh, the, the blessing is and and the whole thing is is satan wants is it's a conspiracy you know we talk about conspiracy theories but his conspiracy is to kill the you know to kill the king or kill kill what is a link to God right and or deceive or lie and I mean just what you said on that billboard I mean if you take it for face value you can say okay that makes sense that makes it but then you start looking at it a little bit different it's like oh, that's a lie that's or there's an agenda or there's this and so we're seeing it more and more and more and we're seeing it in all areas of life <clears throat> you know not just in the political world we're seeing it you know, in the in the church, we're seeing it. You know, in in the government, we're seeing it in in everyday life. We're seeing it in TV shows. We're seeing it in the movies. We're seeing it, you know, in schools. Um, I mean, it's happening everywhere, and it's more and more in the face. And ironically, my dad, I just opened this up in the in the Book of Esther, and you know, as as we've talked about this, and I use this Bible to get deliver a message on my dad's celebration of life. And I talked about how, you know, this is God's word. This is the living word. And I said, this Bible has even more living words because my dad is a copious note taker. And he wrote 
notes and underline a lot. And it says conspiracy to kill the king. I just turned to that page right as we went live. Wow. <clears throat> so that's what Satan is doing. And we, and one of my main message, and I and I, I've really started to look at certain things don't matter. I mean, you know, when you bring a family together, you know, 27 people, I mean, there's 27 different personalities, 27 different thoughts and, and, uh, and 27 different, you know, emotional states and all everything. And it's a beautiful thing, but also there can be conflict and there can be this and there can be that. And the one thing that I shared is that, you know, if you want to continue Papa, that's my dad. That's what all the grandkids and great grandkids called it was Papa. <clears throat> so if you want to carry his legacy on, then step into your purpose. And God has a purpose for you. A lot of times that's that's easy to spot. Sometimes it's a struggle to, to find. And I said, that would be number one. Number two is we know he's in, in, in heaven. And to be able to spend eternal life with, with Papa. And, and then being able to live a, an eternal life with God and Jesus. I mean, how empowering is that? And I said, when you start to focus on that, some of the stuff that we talked about as a family is like, that really doesn't matter. Or that doesn't matter anymore. It's like, why are we even talk about it? You know, that's old news. That's old hat. Let's talk about eternal. Let's talk about where we're going. And that could be the, right now. It could be today. It could be next week. It could be six months from now. It might be six years again. It might be 60 years. I believe we're in the two-minute warning. I believe it's a lot sooner <clears throat> than, than the latter ones that I just shared. And when you focus on eternal life, what happens? Because we're all going to die unless we go up in the rapture, you know, which is going up the bride. Jesus comes for the bride, the church, those that are saved, those that have a personal relationship with him are able to come, you know, go with him when he comes back. If we're still alive, <clears throat> those that don't are going to go through a seven year tribulation. We're going to talk about. You know, we've talked about the Black Plague. We've talked about locusts. We've talked about food shortages. We've talked about uh, shortage of, of equipment and everything. I mean, it is going to be brutal at best. And then you add all the other things that go on, you know, especially in the, three, the latter three and a half years. Um, it, it's like if you live through that, it, it, it's slim and none. <laughs> yeah. it's, poss it's possible, slim and none, though. And then if you stand up for your faith, you're most likely going to be beheaded. And that can be scary. So if you start thinking about that, why not pay attention right now? Why not pay attention with what the God's word is? Why not pay attention to what Jesus is asking? I mean, you're watching this for a reason. I mean, yeah, we like to have fun and we joke around and, and, and we do. And we do that because we have joy and we, we, we're talking about some tough topics. They're not fun. I mean, all these craziness and these billboards and all this happening. Seriously? You know, <clears throat> it's it's crazy. I drove two, a little over two hours today with my wife, and we were just talking about how beautiful it is and how peaceful it was, you know, on, along the way. <clears throat> and then having the freedom to go from point A to point B, and we're celebrating, you know, our country's freedom. And, you know, on 4th of July, I know this is the 5th. This is a, a, a national holiday for us. And the freedom. So you have the freedom to choose. You have the freedom to go to heaven. All you got to do is ask for forgiveness. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. And then 
continue to move forward with what he wants you to do. And then the Holy Spirit lives in you and, and God will show you the way. All you got to do is be obedient and start to open your eyes and start to continue to ask for him and his guidance. And it's that simple. The, um, when I was thinking about this, I, this idea of freedom, if you want to call it an idea, uh, the only thing that comes to my mind is, is that you have the enemy who is Satan. All he wants is to control. He wants to control your movements. He wants to control your thinking. He wants to control your lives. And he'll do it in a way that's so deceptive, thinking to, to make us all think that if we adopt his way of doing things and uh, saying, you can do whatever you want and there's no consequences for it, but you have to stay within my guidelines for you, which is if you if I give you this freedom, I will take your soul. I mean, it sounds crazy to say it that way, but that's exactly what he is trying to do, to steal your joy, to steal your freedom, to kill you, to kill your spirit, and to literally take out what you hold dear. So we see that there's this battle between that and then the freedom that God gives us, which a lot of people say it's not freedom, but I'm like, how could you not see it? Because the devil is blind in their eyes, which says... If we are live a God-honoring life, but that starts with accepting that Jesus is the Son of God, the only way to get to God, because he was the only one that sacrificed and could sacrifice his life on the cross so that we could know God and not only know God, but be in relationship with him. Because it's about reconciliation. And that freedom is to choose that forgiveness that he offers. And that's what the enemy doesn't give us. He doesn't give us the freedom to choose. He locks us in. But Jesus, through his sacrifice and his resurrection, gives us the freedom to choose a relationship with him, which means that we can't then do whatever we want at that point. But because of his love for us, we choose to live in a good relationship with God and in a healthy, meaningful, God-honoring relationships with each other. And so... It, and that's what we want for everybody that's listening. That's what we want for everybody in our lives. That's why GJ's wearing the hat, March to a Billion. That's why this show, we push it out to as many people as we can every single week because we want people to know the freedom they can have because of a relationship with Jesus and what that means for eternity. So, um, yeah, I just, I'm just grateful, GJ, that you and I have that relationship with God and that even our relationship just blossoms and becomes even more important to the two of us and our families as we go. And that's the life that people can live. And I just want people to know that. Amen. Well, and, you know, going back to, um, and, and for those that are just tuning into our show here, you know, we've been doing it since last year. And you and I started talking about, you know, end times prophecy and the signs. And next thing you know, you know, we just, I don't even remember where the, oh yeah, we need to do a show. And then Tanya, Dr. T, <clears throat> Dr. T said, hey, I had a vision last night. Y'all were supposed to do something on end times, on, do a show. And uh, here we are, um, I don't know, 40-some weeks later, uh, and we're, you know, we're still trucking, and we've made it work every week. You know, you've traveled, you've been out of the country, I've traveled, I haven't been out of the country, and, uh, you know, somehow we've been able to do this, and we know a lot of people are hurting. We know a lot of people are looking for answers. 
And we don't have all the answers, but the one thing we do have the answer is that there's a lot of signs. And the signs tell the tale. And it may not look like a duck. It may not walk like a duck, but it quacks like a duck. Well, maybe it is a duck. You know, we just don't know. Uh, but where you can find the answer is right here in God's Word. That's number one. So number one, be in God's Word. Get a Bible. And if you don't have one, there's a free Bible called the Uversion Bible App. We love we love our team at Uversion Bible App. Uh, you can and and I don't know, like there's like a thousand versions in different languages. I mean, it's pretty crazy uh, the amount of work that they put into uh, bringing the word globally. So if you have a phone, smartphone, you can download the app and you can get it. So that's number one. Number two is pray. And pray is the number one, the number one um, weapon against the enemy now are you are you giving glory to god because a lot of times i've seen a lot of people are praying they're wanting something they want to have an agenda they got an expectation all right god is the only one that has the agenda we may think we have the agenda but we're really obedient whether we know it or not to god's god's agenda because it's going to happen regardless and the bible tells us exactly how it comes to fruition and doesn't say exactly when it just says the season we believe we're in the season and it's accelerating in a big way. And I don't think anybody that's watching this, you know, regardless of where you stand. And even if you're an atheist, you can definitely say there's an acceleration of everything happening, regardless of where you stand. And if you're an atheist, you need Jesus. Because do you want to burn in hell? I don't think so. You want you want to live it. So there's hope for you. There's hope for every single person watching this. And then lastly, who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you surrounded with people that actually give you life, but they put energy in you and also care about you no matter what you're doing or how you're doing it? They're there, there for you. And very few. And you basically touched on that, Dan, because that's really been our relationship over the last couple of years is, you know, uh, just being there for each other and, and being able to pray for each other and being able to support one another. And then God started working in both of us and how we can help each other and then how can we help other people. And here we are. Um, and, may, and maybe somebody's watching. There's a show for you. You got a you got a show. Maybe it's on End Times Prophecy too. I know Doctor T's now harnessed the show and took it over. And <laughs> now next next week it's hers. Betsy already did it. So <laughs> we're just a catalyst for shows, I guess. Um, yeah. But but back to a serious note. Uh, Dan can lead us all in prayer. And for those that don't know Jesus, you know. Dan leads you so that you can know Jesus. And if you if you fall you're falling away or you're struggling or you don't feel like God cares anymore, God cares for you and you can still come back. And he loves you no matter where you're at, no matter what you've done. He's a God of grace, he's a God of forgiveness, he's a God of love, and he's a God for you. That's right. There's two right now, and we don't do this all the time, but right now there's two groups of people that I really feel like that we should be praying with and for before as we close. Number one are the, are those believers that are out there that it kind of, they haven't really been focusing their relationship with God. And you're feeling like God may not be near you anymore. Well, he's never left you. We've walked away. So you can come back. You can be reinvigorated with the presence of God in your life. And all you need to do is the things that Gigi and I have been talking about. You need to be in the Word. You need to be in prayer. You need to recognize that God is your life. 
and that he's your source. And then for those of you who don't know Jesus, we're going to pray this prayer together. And all you need to do is accept that you are being approached by God's law. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And three, confess your sins to him and accept your, his forgiveness for you. And that's what we're going to pray right now. Father, in Jesus' name, even if nobody else, if, if nobody has heard any word we've heard before until these last five minutes, this whole show has been worth it because they're, they're going to accept you today. And Lord, I pray for everyone together. And if you want to, want to receive Christ, just pray this with me. Dear Jesus, I accept that I have broken your law. And that law is the law of relationship, where we can be in right relationship with you and in God-honoring relationships with each other. And so, Lord, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. The only way that we could have come to know you in relationship again was because of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross as the Son of God, who also rose from the dead and now sits with you in heaven and has been given all authority over heavens and earth. And I confess, Lord, my sins, and I believe that you can forgive me. And not only that, but you have and you will. And all I need to do is accept that forgiveness right now. So I accept your forgiveness in my life. Come and live. In my heart, in my mind, in my body, give me strength, in my spirit, in my soul. Lord, and protect us from all deception, from all harm that the enemy will try to do to us. And Lord, give us the courage and the boldness to carry out your plan for our lives from this point forward. Lord, the angels, as you say, are rejoicing for every person who's prayed this prayer with us. And we pray it all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I can't wait to meet your dad in heaven, man. I really can't wait to meet him. Well, he, uh, he won't get stung anymore with the bees. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh, here, here's a crazy thing. So last winter, this, this I know this is like, why are we talking about it? So we're talking about when that. So last winter, he lost all his highs except for two. And before the end of the winter, one was left we now have six hives wow and we've done nothing but the hives were still like standing we didn't tear them down or do anything they were just still standing because you know winter yeah, yeah. Now, now there's six six hives and they're producing honey <laughs> and it was like okay now, now we gotta go to work and get stung <laughs> now you gotta put all the gear on and harvest that honey oh man yeah, his dad uh, was a beekeeper. Did a lot of stuff for that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Anyway, we love you all. We can't wait to do this again with you next week. Praying for all of you. And um, Dr. T says, God bless y'all. Because y'all need Jesus. <laughs> Just look right. at her cup. That's right. That's right. Here it is. She hasn't drank the rest of it yet, but there it is. Yeah. It's our show, our show is sponsored by Jesus. It is. Always has been. Always will be. We'll see y'all next week. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.